What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders, from ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities. CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. This episode contains strong language, content of a sexual nature, and stuff that will probably offend your nan. Hello guys, gals, and non-binary pals, and welcome to another episode of From Tops to Bottoms. My name's Sam. Uh, my name is Cassie. And this week we are here to talk to you about all things online dating. Do we do it? Do we like it? Do we hate it? What are our thoughts on online dating? What are everyone's thoughts on online dating? Please tell us. We'll open the floor right now. <laughs> Excellent. Taking Great, questions. thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm very excited for this episode purely because I know that you have got some fucking tales. Yeah, from man. your online <laughs> dating era. Your Tinder era was arguably iconic <laughs> you know, i was gonna say you worst era <laughs> divided opinions on online dating i mean <laughs> it can be your worst era but also iconic you know like arguably miley cyrus's worst era was iconic as fuck but it's brought some brilliant stories to the table mate so it sure did <laughs> but before we tell those wonderful stories um how the fuck are you um well i have been okay today has not been a great day i really needed an attitude adjustment for most of the day um (laughs) i woke up pissed off i had a horrible nightmare (laughs) i won't get into details of because no one fucking cares um and i went to work work was shit i had a nap in a cupboard which i realized right i realized to me and you that i had a nap in a cupboard at school and i realized now to me and you this might be normal behavior. To me, especially, this is normal behavior. But yeah. when I posted it on Instagram and I had multitudes of messages like, hey, why are you sleeping in a, in a cupboard? What is your life? I realized that's not normal uh, behavior to somebody, <laughs> to somebody that is not like, hasn't worked in a kindergarten. Um, I slept in a basement for my naps, you know? Oh, I remember that. And you made like a little bed yeah. out of like four chairs. Amazing. Uh, Amazing. I slept on a beanbag today with my legs on a chair. It was beautiful. That beanbag held my angry little body better than anyone I've ever known. <laughs> the best partner I've ever had. <laughs> when I woke up from my nap, I could just feel like this beanbag was enveloping my whole body, like holding my curves very nicely. And I was like, this is the nicest way that anything and anyone has ever touched me. Um <laughs> so loved right now. And then I got home and I started my period, um, which explains a lot of the unbridled rage I had for today. Um, And then I went to therapy and I feel better after therapy because surprise, surprise, therapy works. Um, (laughs) So yeah, so here I am. That has been my day. (laughs) How are you, Cass? You've really been through it today, Queen. Bro, you should have heard me when I got on the phone to my therapist. I was like going a million miles a minute. Ashley called me, my little sister called me just before I went into therapy. And I was just like talking at her for about 45 minutes because my brain just wouldn't stop. And she's like, are you, are you good? And I was like, (laughs) honestly, no, no, I'm not. (laughs) Can't really give Um, you a secure answer right now. Ask me after therapy, okay? (laughs) But yeah, um, that has been my day. How was yours? 
Uh, less dramatic, I have to say. Uh, it's, 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 it's a lot earlier in the day for me, so you've got a whole last day to talk about. I've been okay. Um, bit of a slow morning, did some work, did a bit of reading. I'm reading a wonderful book right now called Marme by Jessica. Let me have a little look very quickly. Marme by Jessica George. Um, wow, wonderful book absolutely love it um defo read it um i'm actually seeing her in the west kirby bookshop soon Ooh. one of the girlies from the feminist fiction book club i go to she's mm-hmm. interviewing jessica george about the book so I've it was kind of like yeah but you know what my issue with this and you're probably gonna be like cassie shut the fuck up but with the ticket you get like a limited edition of the book and i'd not read the book yet but i'd heard really great things so mm-hmm. i was like I'm not going to buy the book to be given the book again. You know yeah, what I mean? what is the point? What is the point? Yeah, but I guess it's it, when events like this is for people who've already read the book. So I, I bought it on like my iPad, like on Apple Books. Um, which So yeah, that, that was my dilemma of the week. I was seriously stressed out about it. And Ashley was like, oh my God, just fucking buy it on your iPad. And I'm like, okay. okay. Just download it on Apple. <laughs> Well, I don't like reading like fiction books on Audible. I only really listen to memoirs, which I'm right now I'm reading. I'm, I'm listening to Viola Davies' uh, her memoir, oh. which is I, amazing. I need to. Sorry, I realise. I'll... Go on. Mm, I know exactly what you're gonna say. What? That you've still not read the fucking book I gave you? No, actually. Actually, I was going to say, I need to log back into your Audible and re-download Men Who Hate Women. <laughs> but you also... I Also, right, I'm like 10 chapters in. Uh, how, out of how many chapters? I don't know. I don't know how right, many so chapters out, out are percent, out are you, Okay, people are going to think I'm being a bitch here, but I sent Sam a parcel. When did I send you this parcel? May of last year. May of, I think. May of last year, right? It took the piss. We both had drama with it. It that did was take the DPD's piss. fault, but whatever. And it's also very expensive to send things over, so we don't do it regularly. Blah 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 blah. I said, listen, everyone's read this book. It's Seven Husbands of Evelyn Hugo by Taylor Jenkins Reid. So mm-hmm. if you listen to this and you've read that book, you're probably going to be just as furious as I am and she's still not read it. <laughs> I'm I about that two with... or three husbands in. <laughs> Is that it? Yeah. <laughs> you've got five more to go, queen, you know what I mean? <laughs> Get a move on. Get a wiggle on. Um, All right. As soon as we finish recording, gonna I'm going to go to bed and finish it. I know you're going to read it and be like, oh my God, that book was amazing. But no one around mm-hmm. you is going to want to listen because they've already fucking read it and they've already like spoke to everyone about it. So you're just going to be speaking into the void, you know? Yeah, true. I'm going to be one of those TikTok girlies being like, oh my God. <laughs> Here's five books you should read. And they're all books from 2019. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, anyway, we moment, momentary um, distraction. Wow. Wow, words escaped me. I thought Shall you we get had frozen. <laughs> I thought you had frozen. <laughs> no, it wasn't my Wi-Fi, it was my brain. Oh, great. Okay, shall we crack the fuck on? Yes. Okay. So this week we're talking about online dating. We're going to talk about like our first times, whether we like it, whether we hate it. 
the way it's evolved, because I'm not going to lie, it fucking changed throughout time. Um, can you even remember the first time you were online dating? I'll be honest, Cass, I've been a slut for online dating since I have, uh, since I can remember. My very, <laughs> my very first womb. boyfriend. Yeah, as soon as I was out the room, womb, I was straight on MySpace. Um, <laughs> okay, but would you call my... MySpace a place for online dating? Well, I think that is a good conversation for the way that things have evolved, right? Because I met my very, very first boyfriend, my first proper boyfriend on MySpace. And like, I know a lot of people met their very first boyfriends and girlfriends on MySpace. So like, so I feel like that that has contributed to the online dating culture. I, th- I, I, I agree. But I'm unsure that I class it as online dating because it's just like you could meet someone on Facebook right now. Um, you know, in 10 years you're married. But I wouldn't say, oh, we met through online dating. I'd say we met through Facebook. But you'd say you met online. Yeah, I guess so. So, like, it just depends how you class online dating. Do you class online dating as going and signing up with the intention of finding a partner, like, going on onto, like, Plenty of Fish or Match.com or OkCupid or Tinder or Bumble or whatever, one of those You're things. really showing your age here. Yeah. <laughs> I know, I know. <laughs> or do you, like, meet someone on MySpace, which is online, and date them that way? You know, it, it mm. depends where you draw the line with online dating. I guess my definition of online dating is an online dating app, an online dating website where you're, mm-hmm. you, you've signed up to something. I think that like, because what, 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 I don't, I don't, yeah, I don't, I think that's my definition of it. But I also get that like, yeah, why would it not be classed as online dating? Like meeting someone on MySpace and like getting in a relationship, you know what I mean? Yeah. So when you say that you've been on it since birth, do you mean like... <laughs> do you mean myspace or do you mean specific websites then i'd say yeah yeah i've been on myspace i was on facebook um and then i eventually hit but they're just social media kind of later than i mean i guess yeah but then it's you know i would still class that as online dating if you meet someone through facebook online because like being online opens you to a whole world of people that you would never get to meet you know i mean I guess so, yes, of course, it's dating. But I mean, like, when people talk about online dating and, like, you know, like, when, like, me and you included, this episode is about online dating, like, you know, like Tinder, plenty of fish, shit like that, you know what I mean? I mean, I, I, it's seriously very, very interesting that that's, that's how you say it. And I, I don't, I'm, I, you know, I don't discredit that. I don't, I, I think that that's, you know, perfectly valid. Very interesting, though. Um, but, but my question is when you say that you've been a slut for it for years, just social media like when did you first sign up to something the first time i signed up to specifically on only dating platforms platforms used only for dating uh was (laughs) when i broke up (laughs) was when i broke up with my ex when i was in my late 20s just before i moved to china i signed up to tinder oh and and seeking arrangements all in the same 24 hours because i was panicked (laughs) wow yeah okay so you've been solely prior to that online dating through social media yeah wow okay Mm -hmm. so how soon after your breakup was did you sign up because that is 
so similar to how I started. So I want to hear was, uh, the full story. Maybe twenty-four to forty-eight hours in that. Pure Jesus, panic. Sam! It was complete panic, and like yeah. you know how I was after that breakup. I was like. F- the panic took over in my brain. I was like, oh my God, I'm never going to be able to live by myself again. Maybe I should just find a sugar daddy. Am I too old for a sugar daddy? What if no that- one's ever going to love me ever again? Um, and yeah, that was uh, not a great time for me. <laughs> I feel like it's so common to just jump on a date and af- right after a breakup. Yeah. Um, I did the same. I had a breakup and it was a very big breakup. And I had never, I'll be honest, like online dating was never for me. Like... Yeah, I would go on like Tinder and things, and I'd swipe, but I've, I'd never really like swipe, get a date with someone, and like meet up with them. It was never really a thing for me. Like, um, I now I'm older and I've learnt more about my brain. Like, I feel like it doesn't fulfil me because I know all too well that some people you take a bit of warming up to, myself included. Yeah. Like, I put too right. much pressure on myself for. a first impression so then mm. i'm constantly always like oh they're probably gonna give a shit fir- shit first impression like what's the point and you know i feel like i'm not yeah. explaining myself well but i just i just find that like i've never really bonded well with it also on top yeah. of that i was i i've always been a bigger woman and i feel like we are just those dating apps are not made for us we're constantly like fetishized yeah. or mocked um yeah but then same as you after a breakup i went on i think tinder immediately saw my ex and was like fuck oh, you fuck even sake. though yeah even though i was on there but i also wasn't on there to date i wasn't um i was maybe was i there to look for my ex mm. i think i was there because i was incredibly heartbroken lying yeah. on the couch doing absolutely nothing mm-hmm. and this seemed like what was supposed to happen spoiler it was not it did fuck all for me <laughs> um but yeah mine's the same i think that's quite interesting there's, there's something to be said about being heartbroken and going on tinder i think for some people it gives them a quick bit of a validation it gives you yeah the little yeah boost that you need to be mm. like hey people are actually attracted to me um yeah it doesn't always work out for the best i deleted them yeah. probably about two weeks after we broke up and then i didn't re-download them again until i moved to china and we met mm. properly um, mm. And then the iconic, horrible Tinder era started. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it gives you a nice little bit of validation no, while you're going through a really horrible time. Yeah, yeah. and also you get you get like a sense of what's out there. And it, it, it's, it's like a fake way of feeling like you're dating again, but you're not. Like you're, yeah. just, you're, still, you're still crying in, in your living room, but you're yeah. just <laughs> pretending to have your shit together, you know? Mm. Um, for me, I don't know about you, but when I was younger, so obviously I was in secondary school at a different time to you. For for me then, like online dating, and I'd like to just specify when I'm saying online dating, I mean like, you know, places that are made for online dating. Because I guess I was speaking to people on Facebook and I was speaking to people on like Twitter and things, you know what I mean? Um, but like places that were specifically made for dating, mm-hmm. it was quite embarrassing. Like the thought oh. of plenty. Yeah, like, well, yeah. I, th- I mean, like look at, all the the chick flicks of the of the noughties oh, they mentioned online date yeah. they mentioned online dating like it's an embarrassing thing and like you're only yeah. online date if like you're ugly miserable and 
alone, you know what I mean? Which is like, totally wow, I tick all three of those boxes. <laughs> But like, I mean, it's just, it's wrong though, isn't it? Like, and I guess like that, yeah, it says a lot about how much it's evolved because now, you know, there's birthday cards that are joking about Tinder. That's how many people's relationships started from Tinder. Like, yeah, I'd love to know how my much Tinder started on. My current relationship started from Tinder. Wow, so true. Forgot about that actually. Yeah, yeah. I I had my, my my last relationship prior to Ashley started on Tinder. I did know her through school. Um. I think that's like like my maybe my only relationship that started through Tinder. Let me think. Yeah, actually, yeah, I've been quite lucky that like even like past the clutches. Mm, so that 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 person I met on Tinder, I also went to school with. So I, technically, is that meeting through Tinder? I don't know. Um, but like, yeah, I've been quite lucky. Like every other relationship has been through actually like an online quiz. So potentially a form of online dating. If we are using your definition, that's potentially a form of online dating. Um, other like dominance I've had in the past I've met in real life uh, first um, so yeah I think I've been quite lucky in that respect but I'm now back up and running I'm back online dating now not so much online dating I'm now on field for like play partners which I'm sure we'll talk about a bit more online shagging <laughs> yeah completely different Um <laughs> But I think it's interesting, like, how I used to be very, like, not ashamed of it, but, like, it'd be, like, ugh, cringe. Like, people, when Tinder first came around, I think people were embarrassed to use it. And now, mm. who gives a fuck, you know? I used to, like, before I started, like, regularly using Tinder and, like, when I was in this relationship in my 20s, I felt like a lot of the time Tinder felt super weird to me as a concept because it felt like I always compared it to, like, a meat market like swiping left and right on these pieces of meat yeah yeah and i was like i suppose you can boil it down to that but like again with with the concept of online dating is it opens it it opens you up to meeting a bunch of people that you wouldn't normally meet because how are you supposed to meet people these days go to a bar what what am i supposed to do have like a meet cute on a street corner no thank you any man tries to talk to me on a street corner i'm like can you fuck off please yeah in this current (laughs) climate i don't think so in this economy, you want me to go out to a bar and meet somebody? <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> but also, whilst you say that, it's also not, I don't think anyway, not very easy to meet people online. I feel like it's a very saturated market, you know what I mean? And also like, particularly for women and particularly for black and brown and indigenous women and gay men and trans people, it's like it's even harder to meet people because you're either your whole identity is either mocked or fetishized and you kind of have to take the take your pick you know like i have like several friends who are on grinder and they're trans and they said honestly they've sent me so many messages that they receive and a lot of it is just like fetishization or not so much mocking but like weird like congrats on your transition bro Okay, that's so weird to say to somebody. <laughs> yeah. Um. So I feel like it, it's really fucking difficult. Like, when I was online dating, mm-hmm. I had some of the weirdest shit said to me. Like, I've wrote a few down, if you want to hear them. Um, this was back in my era of not actually meeting up with people. I would just, like, I don't know, swipe and chat and then not meet up with anyone. I was one of those people. Yeah. So I was, um. <laughs> 
but I feel like yeah some of the shit that was said to me on these, these apps was so misogynistic so homophobic so bleh that I was definitely right to be steering clear of these apps like I yeah it it, it solidified what was already in my mind and that's why I stayed away from them mm-hmm. so things that were said to me you're gonna leave me for a woman then that was his opener shut up i mean yes with that attitude yeah i am <laughs> get over it uh threesome with your sister question mark and i said <sighs> i said i was bisexual i didn't say i was incestuous e- these these men honestly threesome just... with your sister first of all i don't want to threesome just because i'm bisexual I want a threesome, but not not because I'm bisexual. And I also and don't want a threesome. Yeah, I don't want a threesome with my sister. That's so weird. Like, when did incest become part of being bisexual? Like, in, 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 in what world, sir? Uh, someone also said to me, do you keep your glasses on during sex? I mean, not if I don't want to look at you, no. <laughs> <laughs> well, if we fuck, then I'm going to take them off, you know? Yeah. What yeah. A- weird thing to ask unless you're prepared to wear a paper bag over your head then yes i'm gonna take them off (laughs) (laughs) do you know what though i've had so many guys think it's hot that i would keep my glasses on during a blowjob i mean i will either or i can do both i'm you know i i'm a multitasker uh but so many times people i can multitask giving blowjobs and being blind at the same time my visual aid and also suck your dick (laughs) (laughs) this is what happens right see i love online dating and i've described myself as a slut for online dating but this is what happens right one of the pitfalls of online dating for me is that it takes away all accountability from both parties yes yes it just completely takes away because in what normal situation would you say any of that shit to anyone if you've got to face someone face to face and this is Mm -hmm. why when everyone came out of the pandemic and started dating again everyone was a little bit feral and untamed is because they forgot how to speak to real people in person (laughs) and like with the likes of tinder if you're not liking a conversation you could just unmatch if you meet someone in a bar and you don't like the conversation what are you supposed to do just turn away no you've got to escape that person in the bar yeah so like these people can just say the most feral misogynistic bullshit unhinged shit to you with absolutely no consequence Mm-hmm. And this is how mm-hmm. you see people's true colors. Where if they're respectful to you when you de- when you then they approach you on Tinder or whatever, then that's great. But if they're like, "Do you want to do some with me and your sister?" Then you just know that deep down, that person's probably a massive bell end. Yeah, 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 yeah. Absolutely. Uh, this is what I think. Like this, is, I think this is another reason why I didn't like it because, like, let's go back to our Tinder bios episodes. Mm-hmm. And we read some really, really, really shit Tinder bios. But, like, I feel like women are, women and queer people are vilified on these apps and the pressure to have the perfect bio. I don't want to seem too much and I don't want to demand too much, but I'm not actually demanding too much. I'm just asking for someone to respect my gender and to, and you know, be anti-racist. Yeah, you know what I mean? Whereas men think holding a fish and saying... No fatties, no uglies, no feminists is is acceptable. And, and and arguably that is more acceptable than a woman asking for her needs to be met in a bio. Like 
if she puts in her bio, looking for a relationship, someone to settle down with, I want someone who's a socialist, I want someone who's a feminist, I want someone who's actively anti-racist, I want someone who's willing to learn about my culture and I'm willing and I want to learn about theirs, I want someone who wants to get to know me, who's going to respect my boundaries, you know what I mean? They're all pretty fucking basic things to ask for, ask for. but if a, the majority of the time, if a man read that, they'd go, no, she's yeah. asking for too much, demanding way too much, but then you've put on yours, no fatties, no uglies, no feminists, shut the fuck up, no social justice warriors, oh, so you mean nobody that nobody with an opinion please thank you so much (laughs) yeah ridiculous um which i guess kind of leads me into a question i have for you Uh (laughs) uh-oh no i'm kidding go on (sighs) is online dating a feminist thing to do can you can you be a feminist and still on online date or are you going against your your feminism to online date See, I don't think so. I don't think you're going against your feminism. I think you can be a feminist, you can online date, you can do all of that. I can see why people would say it's not a feminist thing to do, you know, trying to pitch yourself to these people, which inherently does kind of feel a little bit weird. But like, I don't think it's anti-feminist to want company or to want to meet new people. Mm. Um... I think it's tricky grounds, to be honest. And I can def- I can definitely see why people would think that you yeah. can't. Yeah, I'm with you on that. I-, I think that whilst dating apps aren't inherently anti-feminist, mm-hmm. they do create a space for a lot of uh, misogynistic goings-on, if you will. I feel like they don't, they- they don't also create a safe space for women and femmes i think mm-hmm. that like and also the, the, there's something to be said about the swiping right and left just after yeah. seeing a small bio and pictures because generally it's just a picture you see first and yeah. you think okay well we're all just judging people on how we look and mm-hmm. you know statistically women and femmes are judged more than mm-hmm. um, men and masculine presenting people because the beauty standards are a lot higher mm-hmm. so i think there's something to be said about that but I think the issue lies in the people using the apps, not the apps. Yeah. I think there's a lot of like room for the sort of emergence of pick meism as well. Yeah. On dating apps, because a lot of people, not necessarily like me or, or some other people, but a lot of people that use these apps will be like, okay, how can I make my profile stand out? Um, mm-hmm among everyone else's like what can i do to get people to pick me what shit can i say that makes people think i'm not like other girls yeah um, to make them but i think that's match it's so, instead of everyone else yeah i think it's so like misogyny is so prevalent that like they see that they see what isn't working and they go mm-hmm. hmm i will be the opposite of that and that is a you know yeah. a pick me that is someone who who is going against their own their own gender and their own sex to to meet the needs of a man i think if i was to if someone was to ask me how can i online date as a feminist i think it would have to just be do not water down your demands yeah i think that i think it's like often difficult to put your like feminist demands up front and just 
put it in your bio do you know what I mean because it feels yeah. like we're going to be limiting our options it feels like we're going to be taking away a lot of people who and you are potentially be dating and yeah well that's what I say to that you know you yeah you are and but mm-hmm. realistically you're, they're only taking out the bad options you're not yeah. you're not realistically taking out people that you would have wanted to date anyway do you um, really want to be open to the whole dating pool do you have any idea yeah. how overwhelming and shit that is no yeah you yeah. really just want to be limiting the people you want to weed yeah. out the week at the start yeah and <laughs> that sounded so much like a um it's natural selection baby <laughs> it is <laughs> It is, baby. Yeah. <laughs> I, I do speak to so many people though, that don't like to, like friends that don't like to say what they want in their bio because they don't want to seem mm-hmm. too full on. They don't want to see as to be asking for too much, but like women not proclaiming what they want mm-hmm. is a byproduct of patriarchy. So if you're not asking for what you want, you're never going to receive it. You're going to receive this misogynistic yeah. prick that doesn't really mm-hmm. give a shit about you or your life or your boundaries or respect you. So you may as well just fucking ask for it. Yeah, you're going to get rid of the bad options, but also like, mm-hmm. one, you should be making yourself smaller, like, or keeping your needs like manageable to seem like less demanding. Mm-hmm. You should be just as upfront as men are with their stupid little fish mm-hmm. and their stupid little open shits. Mm. Just be as upfront and, and, and as demanding as men you know yeah i think that if you like water yourself down to make yourself become mm. more consumable then like yes you will probably be open to a lot wider of a market of people yeah. but then that is only going to give you the validation that i can only assume that you are probably craving if you want to be so easily consumed then you'll mm-hmm. get that validation by having tons of matches sure but you yeah. won't necessarily get that connection on any deeper of a level than that because you're going to meet with all these people that are not going to be what you expected not going to be what you wanted and then you're just going to be disappointed again and again and again you have to set those expectations yeah and i think i think that like it's we all need to be setting those expectations it's supply and demand Mm -hmm. do you know what i mean like yeah and the more we demand for good men good people like if we are collectively showing that we're seeking partners who understand systemic sexism and who understand gender-based violence they're gonna want to meet that demand more they're gonna want to learn they're gonna i mean maybe it's for the wrong reasons who fucking knows but the more we we ask for people who are allies who actively participate in destroying these structures and who actively learn more daily and actively give a shit about you and your needs and the things that threaten you on a daily basis because of your gender or because of your sexuality or because of your race. Like, the, it's supply and demand. Like, the, we yeah. shouldn't... The, the more the, the quieter we get about what we want, the more other people are going to think, oh, well, it's not needed. People don't really care for that. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? I feel like I'm, yeah. I am bab- babbling on here about... I don't nothing. think so. I think I think you're right. The quieter you are, the louder these other people become. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think the more we ask for these sorts of people, these actual like decent human beings, the more they will think, okay, I'm the minority now. I'm the one that doesn't give a shit about these things. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's time for me to like wake up and like give a shit. The more you ask, the more you peer pressure these people into becoming... <laughs> decent <laughs> human beings so that's what we Maybe need we need a bit of peer is. pressure on these dating apps yeah so pick me it's just give it a rest you know ask what you really want and it's okay yeah. like and if you, what you, you really want... want is a good dicking down then that's brilliant yeah. that's great yeah. i support you in that we've all been there 
That is exactly what I wanted <laughs> for yeah, most yeah. of the time. And there's no shame in that, you know? But if you are looking for a deeper connection, be honest about you what you be honest about what you want. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I hard agree, hard agree. Um, I think that it's probably one of the main reasons a lot of there, there's definitely got to be a lot of cis men on dating apps more than there are more than there are cis women. Would you say? Oh, absolutely, absolutely. And I, and I do think it's because time and time again, women are constantly disappointed with their interactions with cis men Mm -hmm. yep men get what they want from this app these apps all the time yeah 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 Mm -hmm. but you know what though i I totally agree because the classic model of like straight like courting like heterosexual dating is the men or the masculine people show how strong and powerful and wealthy and like sexually capable he is you know, whereas the woman or the feminine person in the relationship has to show how pretty and how docile she looks and how much she needs a boss or a how much protection she needs or she needs saving. So, yeah, what are women getting out of that? But men get to f- flaunt themselves, you know what I mean? So you're right, like, men get more out of online dating than we do. Literal dating aside, just the your pictures and your bio it's harder for us because you get to essentially show off whereas we have to minimize ourselves and make ourselves look exactly how you want us to look whereas realistically a lot of women i'm not saying every woman is perfect i'm really not because i've met some women that like oh i'll never date a fat man i'll never date this i'll never date that but i would say as a whole women and femmes and queer people are way more open to dating people that don't fit the um beauty standard because they know the beauty standard is bullshit and subjective as fuck you know so you're right they get what they want out of it so why the fuck shouldn't we so be loud be who you are do not fucking minimize yourself and demand Mm. what the fuck you want and if if, and if you doing that means that you're not going to get one of these men that's like oh she's flaunting that body she knows she's fit that's so annoying then good (laughs) <laughs> listen to yeah. my voice break like a 14 year old boy <laughs> good <laughs> and honestly good though. Yeah. in a bear see you later yeah are you gonna make oh, me dress on. like a nun when we're together fuck off yeah piss off um you've had some i mean we're saying this and we could be i say we but more, more so you we're, we're being quite are you coming for me are you about to come <laughs> for me <laughs> <laughs> yes i feel like we're being quite hypocritical here because we you especially have put up with some serious amount of steaming dog shit in your oh, time absolutely like you, oh, completely. You, you're like the, sorry but your track record on like tinder and things <laughs> is the fucking worst i have ever seen like at one point i thought you were joking like i thought like i posted did you did you by any chance see the thing i posted on instagram the other day it's just like i am an objectively hot woman standing in front of a <laughs> poorly dressed unattractive man asking him that it's okay if he uh, doesn't want a relationship but i just maybe he can text me a bit more consistently he says no. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and honestly so true bestie so painfully <laughs> true like i hate it how really true is. that is <laughs> It really I feel like is. off the top of your head, you don't have to name any names. Who was the worst? <laughs> 
Do you mean, okay, who was the worst that I put up with the most shit from? Or who was the worst that hurt me most emotionally? Oh, can I have one of each, please? Um, Both of them are the same person. <laughs> <laughs> Why did you ask? <laughs> Double whammy, okay, name and shame. Um, okay, so the, the, there's actually two. Um, one of them I met on FetLife that that was objectively the worst. Objectively the most dangerous. And also, what was his name like, and we'll bleep out? That was just dangerous. And also we like played together and that was very emotionally damaging because mm. ooh, that was not fun. Um, so so what, what, was, what was bad about him? Um, besides everything, uh, everything, um, (laughs) he, um, he was not straightforward at all. He was not nice to me. He did not consider my feelings even one little bit. Um, I feel like I probably expected a bit more out of that relationship because obviously it wasn't like a relationship relationship, but every connection is a relationship in some way. Um, I expected more from that relationship than he was prepared to give, um, when I say that, I mean aftercare. I expected aftercare. Um, he did not. Sorry, are you not going to mention that he was with someone else this entire time? I am going to get to that. Um, yeah. I expected honesty. I didn't even get that. He had a girlfriend the whole time, um, and like we had sex on multiple occasions. <laughs> so like, I I, I vaguely remember this. I mean, I I, say, I I remember the situation very well, but I don't remember like the details very well. Mm-hmm. So didn't he tell you that? they'd broken up and then it turned out after a while that they actually hadn't no that was someone else um what what happened yeah that was someone else (laughs) what happened was an engagement involved well i had text this guy and was like hey we've not spoken in like a while like what's going on and he's like oh i've been in a really weird place i think my girlfriend's gonna break up with me and i was like i beg your pardon (laughs) um and he's like yeah sorry she's been stuck outside for a long time you're having i'm so sorry so sorry to interrupt you so you're having a normal conversation with this guy like how are you like things are a bit odd like are you okay and he just casually brings up yeah i'm just having some like beef with my girlfriend sorry girlfriend yeah Yeah. you failed to mention that that you do to me and you're telling me now you've got a girlfriend. But yeah, That's so weird. one of the perils of online dating. Um, and the other guy, the one that hurt, I think, the most, I guess, mm, at the time, it was <laughs> That one upset me the most. That was... That was just that a was weird just, situation. That was just sad. That, like, not, I'm not like, oh, mm. that's so sad of you. I mean, like that was just like, like heartbreaking i think like that was really 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 mm. shit i don't know how much you spoke that about upsetting. that situation on here do you i don't think i have do you want to you want to give a brief in, a, in like a sentence so okay it was the first person that i had met and gone on a date with and then got on more than one date with and slept with after my first big breakup and then they were only in china for a small amount of time and then they went back to their home country and I met them a few times. And then it was just like a stalemate kind of for quite a while. I clearly wanted a lot more from the relationship and he did not. But he would mm. like 
string me along. I don't know. I'm not mm. going to get into the whole ins and outs of this relationship, but we met on Tinder. He he was very aware of his power over you, I mm-hmm. would say. Yeah, um, I think so too. <clears throat> yeah, and he, he strung that relationship out as long as he could. You were willing to move away for this guy. You were willing to do anything mm-hmm. for this guy. And yeah. he just was saying and all the right things like it seemed like he was so into you and i really don't doubt that he wasn't i just think that he just Mm. was he just wasn't ready to like commit to you and yeah i thought you would never i thought genuinely at the time i thought she's never gonna leave this man oh mate honestly my problem was i know exactly what my problem is now with 2020 vision is my problem was i fell in love with somebody i was just supposed to fuck a few times and then that was it yeah yeah but you were, you were in love that. with him. Oh, the day you fully. Him. Fully. I've never seen anything like it. You were... Head over heels, mate. Yeah, yeah. Smitten. What about... Have you ever had any experiences where you've just been on one date with them and you've thought, wow, that fucking one date was enough for me. That date went horrifically. Oh, absolutely. That date with the racist. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, that was so weird. Yeah, man. That was so bizarre. This man took an hour to ask me any questions about myself, then made some racist jokes, invited himself back to my house, poured himself a single measure of rum from a bottle of rum he brought in his bag, refused to give me any, and was like, do you have any mixer? And I was like, yeah, I have a Coke. (laughs) And he pulled out a bottle of Coke from his bag, and he's like, no need. I'm like, well, then why'd you fucking ask? That is the weirdest flex ever, so... He was, and then do you know what he said? He's like, "Can we watch some Dave Chappelle?" And I was like, "Fuck off!" <laughs> oh God, who's now? Yeah, man, an out and proud transphobe. Oh yeah, um, gross. And then what was the racist yeah. thing he said? Um, he made a couple of racist jokes throughout the night, but at this point he was at my house, so I was like, I couldn't like confront him at my house and be like, "Ha ha ha ha, get out of my house." Um. How far you've come? Because I think if you went on a date now and someone made a racist joke, you go, right, that's it, I'm going. And you wouldn't uh, go Bye. Um, and then when he left, he tried to go in for a kiss. And I was like, hey, hey no, thank you. Also, um, just as a side note, because I know you know this story a lot better. And I've also talked about this on the J- Date Night China podcast, um, which is where my friend Karina heard it. And Karina told me the other day, she worked with this man. The racist? Because she she asked for his name and she was like i wonder if it's who i think it is and i gave him his name um, what? and she was like oh my god i've worked with this man and he stalked his ex and he Whoa. talked about his ex to me on the date as well and he was like she's crazy she's an absolute bitch and i was like <laughs> okay um and yeah it turns out he stalked her whoa yeah right. okay wow yeah what the fuck mm-hmm so when I say that online dating opens you to a realm of new people that you would always, you would never get to meet, sometimes mm. that's a bad thing. <laughs> yeah, a lot of the time it's a bad thing, I'm not going to lie. <laughs> yeah. A lot of the time it's fucking horrific. Mm. Jesus Christ, that is horrendous. Right. Isn't it, mate? My friend, horrific dating story incoming. My friend. Oh, God. <clears throat> I text her and said can i tell this story on the podcast um because i hadn't sp- we've not spoken for a, a while um not for any reason just because you know um but i was like can i please tell this story in the podcast so she rang me one day ages ago and she was a few years ago 
and she was like can I come over and I was living with oh no I wasn't I was living yeah this was before I moved to China so I was living um in a with this, in a house with this guy and she rang me and she was like can I come over like I've just had the worst date of my life and I was like yeah like where are you and she was like I'm literally around the corner um this like stupid IPA bar or some shit around the corner Ugh. and she came over and she had like makeup streaming down her face like it was Oof. yeah it was insane mm-hmm. um she had like a a spaghetti vest top on and a shirt in her hand so clearly she went out with the shirt on and she had like walked or ran to my house very quickly Mm -hmm. um and so she said to me she'd been on this date and she said it was like honestly one of the best dates she'd ever had while she was in this like ipa bar he lived next door to it and then they said oh he said do you want to come back to mine we can like maybe order some food or whatever and she was like yeah pop off she said that the date inside the bar was amazing like she was like thinking the whole way through like we're made for each other now she Mm. stands by she's pretty sure that he like must have been like looking through her facebook and like finding things that she liked and he was just like regurgitating them to her and she sort of like nitpicked the date with me and she was like he didn't it, it wasn't perfect he just let me speak and then would agree and probably make up his own stories and own lies and i thought yeah. oh wow we're perfect for each other but he was just molding himself around me to get what he wanted ew. anyway ew. so they went back upstairs uh and he's like oh can i take your coat she said yeah and she said the minute her ass touched the couch he went into this whole like spiel of how he is really into fat women he's really into black (gasps) fat women yeah oh my god yeah he said that he he is a regular creator for this like porn site essentially um where he where you don't have your own platform on it but you send in videos i don't uh could they make a video together um she be his slave um and bear in mind seconds before he just spoke about how he likes to fuck black women uh and then he's saying that he want fucking disgusting and deeply fucking racist to be quite honest um and she literally just couldn't talk she was like i'm speechless Mm -hmm. um which fair enough um so he came over and like took her shirt off of her so she had like a like the the best stop I said on before, and he was like stroking her arms, and she was like I was literally frozen because she'd heard so much. She said that she'd been like fetishized as a black person before, and she'd been fetishized as a fat person before, but never really together, and never really that like overtly. Oh. She no one had really like said it Fucking to her face, sort hell. of thing. Yeah. So then he's like stroking her arms, and then he like stands up, and he starts standing by his couch and starts essentially walking her through how they'll have sex and like Ew. like hum- humping the air and telling her like how they'll have sex and then he's saying things out loud that he's gonna say to her during sex she never told me what they were what he said because she was like you don't want to hear them like they're just like mm-hmm. incredibly like racist and uh fat phobic things that he Jesus. thought were like sexy yeah um and then he apparently said hold on let me go and get something left the room and she ran out of the house Good. and i was like thank Honestly. fuck she thinks he went to go Fucking and like get a camera or something 
Um, mm. But even then, she was like, I didn't say no. I didn't say a word. How is he supposed to know that I wasn't okay with that? And I was like, it was probably written all over your face for a start. Yeah. I was like, you, you, I don't know if you realize it, but you're crying right now. Like, you're, you've clearly <laughs> been crying for a while, and this man lives like four minutes away from me, you know? Yeah. Which also terrifying. Um, so, you know, you've clearly been crying for a while. You make up sort of your face. Mm-hmm. Um, there's nothing you could have done to fucking prevent that. And I just remember yeah. thinking, I'd not really online dated at all then. I just remember thinking, this is why I don't online date. This mm-hmm. is a sort of horrific thing that I want to avoid. Because she was traumatised for fucking months after that. Obviously, like, fair enough. Rightfully so. Yeah. Fucking hell, man. Mm. That is awful. Yeah. I can't even imagine being in that situation. Horrendous. Honestly, horrendous. It, it, Jesus. It, yeah horrendous 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 and what's even scarier is it um, i think that's what traumatized her the most is that how the date was absolutely perfect until she mm-hmm. got in his house yeah um and that's just like a lesson for all of us you know like mm-hmm. you can't take people at face value all the time yeah sometimes these people are not all they seem yeah, to be yeah yeah um Jesus. people can paint a pretty good picture of themselves when you, mm-hmm. people are good liars you know what i mean oh absolutely what kind of shocks me the most is how blasé he seemed about it. Mm. Like, he's just like, yeah, of course, we're going to make a video for this website. You know, you're here, you're in my house, you're consenting mm. to this. Of course, we're going to mm. do it. Well, I said it was quite contradictory in the way that he's like clearly trying not to be that person when they were in the bar. But the minute he got in the house, he was then so blasé. But then I thought, yeah, is that because he thinks she's got no other choice because she, she's in the house? I've got you where I want yeah. you. Now this is what we're going to do. Maybe he does yeah. it a lot. I don't fucking know, but... Ugh. I hope not. Horrendous. Yeah, man. Fucking hell. My other friend went on a a date with somebody and ended up at her family party, which I thought was so funny. (laughs) What? (laughs) He was telling me and he was like, honestly, we we end up at a family party and it was so weird. And then he said that like they were, you know, your average family, but then when certain family members left of an evening, other family members like were then you know i mean i don't know how much to say online here um but they like started like sniffing coke and like having like a real party sort of thing and he was mm-hmm. just like this is insane to me they dated for a long time by the way um like it wasn't like crazy it wasn't like i need to get out of this situation just somehow mm-hmm. they ended up at a family party like a barbecue that like went into the night and he was like it was the weirdest thing ever and then when they eventually like broke up i'm not sure they were together but i think they were like you know dating for a while um he said there were a lot of situations like that where they plan to do something else and then they'd end up doing a completely other like it's a completely different thing so he kind of thought that it was definitely planned but um yeah i just think that's the funniest thing could you imagine going like for a drink of someone and then ending up at a family party on a first date it's either <laughs> the best how i met your mother story ever or mm-hmm. the start of a horror film <laughs> or both yep Okay, we were going to do some, like, tips and tricks and, like, some safety things and, like, some red flags to look out for and some green flags to look out for on online dating, like, maybe, like, via bio or where to date, blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. But we've been speaking for a while now. And I feel like maybe that will do us a whole episode. Maybe we can, like, really get into that and maybe yeah. answer some questions. I feel like we could do that, like, mm-hmm. answer people's, like, questions that they have about online dating. Um, mm-hmm. Maybe you're a novice at this and you don't have a clue. Maybe yeah. we can help. Also, it'll... 
it'll give me time to reflect because, you know, as you just heard, Cassie really came for my neck um, <laughs> and has exposed that I am truly unsafe when I date online. So it'll give me some time to get my shit together and pretend that I know exactly what I'm talking about. <laughs> well, I'm hoping that that shit's past tense, you know? Oh, so absolutely. Now, there we go. Good, good, good. Um, but yeah, also I feel like we should do a reading out other people's online dating stories. I feel like that would be such a good episode okay. if you're up for that. Yeah. I know some people are going to have some like mad stories. I just know it. Yeah. Um. So if you listen to this, send us them. I'll put a Q&A yeah. out there, but if you're listening, give us an email, give us a DM, tell us your weirdest, mm-hmm. your funniest, your best, your worst online dating stories. If you've got any opinions on whether you can online date as a feminist, like you've got any opinions on what we've said or mm-hmm. the, some of the inequalities about dating and how hard it is to date as a woman, how hard it is to date, especially as a trans woman or black or brown or indigenous woman or um as a fat woman you know let us know your thoughts and opinions please yeah please um, do um dm us on instagram our handle is at from tops to bottoms you can email us our email is um hello tops to bottoms at gmail.com send us a message on facebook if you want i don't know why you do that um but yeah or you can dm us on twitter our handle is at tops to bottoms love you can also dm me or if you don't want to dm me you just want to follow me whatevs my handle is at radicallove.co.uk my handle on twitter is at cassrattray that's double s double t uh, <laughs> think that's it for me yeah i also hear um there's a lot of people uh online dating in our uh, little review section on apple podcast so if you want to meet someone nice go over there leave us a little five star review <laughs> and uh, <laughs> maybe you'll find someone else who likes from tops to bottoms over there um but yeah if you want to follow me on instagram you can do so my handle is at samantha in bj which is the same for my twitter uh but yeah until next time stay safe while online dating and bye bye bitch